Welcome, Pathfinders, to Find the Path Podcast actual play of the Hell's Rebels Adventure Path. Now with 10% less torture. Let's hope so. Hopefully way more than 10% less. I was going to say, there's still 90% of torture here, but... (laughs) 100% less torture. I'm being slowly tortured by the tension of our actions right now. So far, though, we haven't been discovered. No. We may have botched it a little bit with the chitin. She's suspicious. Yeah. I, I have to state that you are aware. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have to I have the feeling that she would have been suspicious regardless simply because we were taking her quote unquote playthings as far as she was concerned. But yeah, yeah. after my toys. Mm. Yeah, well she doesn't get to keep them. I'm sorry, crazy lady. Yeah. Yep. Those are human beings. Yeah, well I don't yeah. think she cares. She's also very <laughs> evil. She's so evil. I must confess it's much more fun when lives are on the line. Oh, no. Okay, oogie boogie. Goodness. <laughs> ah, oogie boogie. Goodness Not mine, gracious. of course, but yours, old boy. <laughs> That'll just be fine. just fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I suppose uh, to jump back in, when last we left, our heroes, the Silver Ravens, had finalized their plans to, uh, for lack of a better term, break into the uh, the holding house to free the armagers, the squires, if you will, of the Hell Knights of the Order of the Torrent. Yep. On behalf of their Lictor, the head of their order. I, I realize I keep using the terms like armager and Lictor and all the rest of that stuff, and I need to reiterate exactly mm. what they all mean, because not everyone has read through Path of the Hell Knight, which is actually mm. pretty good. Yep, definitely not. That you had entered into the holding house to free them after disguising yourselves as common Datari. Well, not necessarily common Datari, as Datari that worked at Castle Cantargo. The fanciest of Datars. Had to put on my serious voice. Yep. Mm. Upon uh, arriving, you had met with the warden of the holding house, one Sabo, commonly referred to as Sabo the Spider. Yeah, she, she's kind of an intense individual. Yeah, I was about to yep. say, she was very pleasant. But she's scared of this little chain double thingy also. At least I, on I mean, some possibly level. for good reason. I think everyone yeah. was uh, a yeah. little bit frightened. But yeah, you'd gone back, you'd retrieved uh, three of the members of the Order of the Torrent and had realized that the other two, including Cesare's nephew, were currently mm-hmm. in the uh, the tender hands of a <laughs> creature. Ross's face. You didn't see Ross's face, but he gave a look. Yeah, yeah there like was definitely a look. tenderizing hands. Yes. <laughs> oh. I wasn't going to say it, but you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> a creature by the name of Gehenna Mall. Making your way in there, I believe Cesare had been the only one to uh, accurately identify her, if I recall correctly. Yeah, she's correctly. real dangerous. Mm. Well, it seems yeah. like uh, Ch- Cesare, did, did you have information from this time, or was it stuff you remembered from when we were dealing with the chitin box from earlier? No, this was a new role that I did, and it's, uh, it's she's not, she's not, she's not fun. Yeah. We'll fight her later. Yep. Uh, however, Probably. the creature in question was an outsider known as a, well, Velstrak is the terminology for all things that were previously referred to as chitons. Mm. I just like chiton better. Chiton is a term that they accept as a word for them, even though chiton is basically like a pinnacle of some th- of a creature of their art. Ah. So they'll, it's, it's basically be like talking to an imp and referring to an imp as a pit fiend. They're like, <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with this. I mean, yeah. if you think I'm a pit fiend, that's great. You know, do like the little like tiny <laughs> muscle like, ah, leave me, I'm so fierce. Yeah. <laughs> But after a, a long, intense conversation, you'd eventually convince the creature to relinquish to you the two prisoners she was holding. And uh, we'd left off as all of you had stepped back out of the the torture chamber. Yeah. 
you exit from the chamber behind, behind you. Imagine whomever is pulling up the rear, because I believe uh, Cesare was helping to support his nephew, and I believe Lucia was taking care of the uh, other armager. I mean, I can do the rear guard. It was doing very good job at not looking at the Velstrak. Considering that when you look into her face, if she's not wearing her veil, it is the face of uh, someone that you have lost, loved, or betrayed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, Vittoria yep. got a full dose of that. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Vittoria's still kind of recovering as well. So I imagine, Nicolo, you exit last. Probably very conscious of uh, turning your back to this thing. Mm-hmm. I, the, uh, the chains hanging along the wall somewhat nervously. Nicolo, you reach back, grab hold of the, the heavy door. Pull it steadily close. Trying to ignore the soft chuckling sound coming from the uh-huh. room before the door shuts and everything in that room falls to utter silence. I don't breathe a sigh of relief, but I want to breathe a sigh of relief. <laughs> yeah. I stifle a sigh honest, of relief. To be honest, that's one of those things that like the guards over here would be like, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, we told you, right? <laughs> yeah. That's why we haven't gone in there. <laughs> They'd be like, hey, they're not She's crazy or dead. Mm-hmm. You now stand in the central hall in the, the prison area. Well, all of this is technically prison, but you know what I mean. Yes. The torches casting fitful light across the surrounding walls. Again, magical torches so that they don't have to worry about suffocating due to smoke. Mm. Turning the corner up ahead, you find that the three guards that you had left here have secured the three armagers, chaining their hands before you and before them and running a length of chain connected to each one of their, their wrist manacles to effectively form a, uh, for lack of a better term, because again, I think it's actually the accurate term, a chain gang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. The one in the four makes his way forward. The guard glances over towards the uh, the two prisoners that you have there. Gives all of you a, a notable look, probably especially Vittoria, considering uh, she's still kind of recovering from her reaction. Gets that kind of nodding. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the other two make their way forward, take the extraordinarily, in extraordinary bad shape, other armagers from you. Cesare is reluctant, but we have to keep up the charade, so okay. Adria gives you a look. (laughs) (laughs) Adria gives you the commanding look of soldier, let that person go. Yeah, I mean, Cesare doesn't hesitate or anything, but it's one of those, oh, God. Mm. (laughs) Alright, let's get these packaged. The man nods. They manacle the two of them. Cesare's nephew kind of swaying on his feet due to his uh, his various injuries. Although, of course, the Velstrak also was uh, able to heal him since uh, they are capable of healing people after inflicting <sighs> torture on them to keep the torture yeah. going. Horrifying. Yep. Don't like it. One of the other armagers, the one directly behind him, steps forward to allow Cesare to like lean his, or Cesare's nephew to lean his weight onto him. After manacling these two, they lace the chain through their manacles as well locking each one in place before stepping forward, probably to Nicolo being the largest amongst all of you and handing mm-hmm. the chain over to him. Also, the commander wouldn't be the one taking the chain. Yeah, I'm not taking that chain. Like that. that makes sense. Yeah. Gotta keep up appearances, you know? <laughs> they lead you not through the entryway that you'd come through. However, through the western entry into this area, into a small meeting area directly off of that room, uh, what looks to be basically a guard post. The guards here, another two guards here, come out of a storeroom, which you believe probably stores prisoner effects, Mm -hmm. carrying a large crate between them. 
with some difficulty, obviously, since you're going to guess they arrested these armagers with all their gear, and therefore there's <laughs> like five sets of armor. Yeah, and yeah it's a everything lot of else plate. The two guards there take point, leading the way with the uh, the crate as the other guard steps forward, opens up the door, and leads you out through the other exit from this area, uh, commonly referred to as like the processing area, where you walk by an additional guard that is standing guard out there. Mm-hmm. Before exiting the wide double doors, making uh, your exit a little bit easier, considering you're marching a line of, uh, of prisoners with you. Yep. To the chariot. Well, not the chariot, whatever it's called. Even though you are not yet out of danger, stepping free from the bleak holding house into the open light of day, I can only imagine is a relief for all of you. As a nice cool breeze rolls over you, a couple autumn leaves skitter across the ground before you, your feet. The smell of the uh, the fountain, the, the water on stone. A relief as you step free and find yourself in a world that you hope the uh, the Velstrak monstrosity behind you cannot enter as you <laughs> exit free from the uh, the holding house. Also insert uh, Nicolas Cage Con Air gif here, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have like long flowing <laughs> hair. Like, yeah. yep. That's for my daughter. Anyway, yep. I love Con Air. The bunny... Mm. Anyway, down. <laughs> <laughs> you make your way forward, led by the two guards and the four, flanked by two of the other guards and a third guard pulling up the rear. As you step out onto the street, a few of the native inhabitants of Old Cantargo give a couple of looks in y'all's direction. Again, the holding house had not been used as an actual gel for some time. And as such, you think that some of the locals are still getting accustomed to actually seeing prisoners escorted in and out of the structure. Do my best to ignore them. Most of them, of course, after glancing over in all of your directions, upon any of you glancing back, immediately lower their heads and go about their businesses, asking <laughs> their questions. Scowls back at them. <laughs> yep. Just give them, a, give them a scowl, everybody. You circle around the outside of the building, make your way back to the the cart that you'd secured. The young boy who had been tended, tending your horses. You know, gives a, a smile and nod. Upon seeing the uh, the armagers, you know, leans forward to spit uh, on the lead armager's foot. Rude. The guards okay. then help you load up all of the prisoners in the back. Uh, I imagine with your assistance, secure their chain to the central ring in the back of the, the wagon after threading the chain through each of the seats. Hmm. Again, considering their, their pallid nature, the fact that all of you are probably... Not necessarily accustomed to the site, but uh, even with just a passing knowledge of medicine, able to recognize that they're probably toned figures before from years of training have now become quite lean from weeks now of malnutrition. Mm. Even if they were wanting to put up a fight, you don't know how much of a fight they could actually put up, mm-hmm. particularly uh, mm-hmm. Castian and, uh, and the young woman that were being tortured just uh, literally minutes before. After securing the five of them, the uh, the guard that you'd been speaking to up until this point gives all of you a nod. I wish you the best, then. Good luck with them. Thanks. Good we'll day. We'll keep an eye on them. He nods. Kesra would climb into the back of the carriage. Yep, we all take our positions on the carriage. The man, I'll say for, you know, Lucia, since Lucia's heading around to the back of the carriage, I believe, to uh, to hang off the back. Yep. Slaps a, uh, a hand on her shoulder since... Not going to do that to Adria. Adria is a superior officer. Leans <laughs> in and unironically says, give him hell. 
Lucia wow. gives like the most like like sinister smile she can do. It's her <laughs> Maybe a deception check. <laughs> it's like yeah, she channels her mother with like that. I'm about to poison somebody smile. <laughs> oh no! Like, no, no, don't worry about it. The three turn. Nicolo, I suppose you also climb into the back. Vittoria, you climb up into the front, take the reins. Adria hops up into the front as well. Yep. The cart slowly turns and begins to make its way out. Inside the wagon, Cesare, Nicolo, you sit in the, the darkness here, because again, this is a heavily reinforced wagon, and so there are only slits of uh, window available for light as beams come streaming in sideways. The armagers watch all of you with, there's a certain unbroken defiance there. Oh, I love them. Yeah, Cesare is going to take off his helmet at this point. <laughs> the majority of the armagers give a curious look. Castian looks over at you uh, with his one good eye, the other eye currently swollen shut. Uncle. We're getting you out of here. Just hold on a little bit longer. One of the armagers looks between all of you. Again, you haven't gotten his name. Looks between you and Nicolo. Where are you taking us? Somewhere safe. To your daddy. <laughs> oh, we shouldn't say that. We shouldn't say that. She's no. not in there. He's up top I'm not me. in there, so I can't say that. You aren't going to the salt mines if that's what you're worried about. The man gives the two of you a hard look before giving a curt nod and leaning back. One part of the, uh, I guess I'm going to, to trust you for now kind of nod. The other part is he jingles his chains a little bit. Uh, I guess I don't really have a choice in the matter regardless. So <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Even if you didn't, where are you going to go? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Castian nods, more or less just slumps into his chair for the time being. Yeah, we need to wait till we're out of the city to have any real conversations. In the meantime, is it possible I could use my lay on hands to heal the wounded ones? Yeah. I would like to be able to help if I can. Paladin dedication. Champion, but yeah. Well... I kind of wonder if you shouldn't wait, like, let them look a little beat up just in case at the gate they check them, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Well, the ones just, that are the most hurt will probably still look hurt. Yeah. Mm. I'm just saying, we want to keep up appearances. I mean, they're still going to look malnourished and pale. We're all like, so. Cesare, put your hat back on. What if they look back there? I mean, if, we don't have know. any elves in the guard. When yeah. we stop, <laughs> then yeah, Cesare will probably put his helmet back yeah. on. Yeah. I mean, we still have to make it to the gate. I don't even know if they'll stop this wagon since it's official Datari business, but we'll see. Mm. No, yeah. they're probably going to want to see these papers. Well, they let us through the other gate without even... Yeah, but that wasn't us. an exterior gate. Maybe the exterior gate they're a little more careful of. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see what they do. Only one way to find out. Nicolo, you can uh, you know, fish your, your rose holy symbol out from uh, from under your okay. tunic. Technically speaking, it is just a somatic uh, action now. I don't even That's have to fair. say anything. Oh, nice. Yeah. You just reach over. Just wiggle your hands and pat them. <laughs> Why would I have to wiggle my hands, though? <laughs> That's the somatic component. I don't know. Okay, well, I guess. But it just it feels weird to be like, okay, I'm going to touch you, and now I'm going to wiggle my hands around. But <laughs> Oh, no, I said, I said wiggle. Uh, you got to wiggle it first. And ah, then, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Do lots of manly hand slapping. I don't know. It's like a whole high, intricate high five situation. Oh yeah, you got to do the you got to do the like two best friends who have the secret handshake kind of thing. Yeah, mm, all of you have yes. the, uh, the the secret handshake that you have to do with Nicolo to get your healing. <laughs> you you bounce and roll with the cart as it makes its way through the city streets, leaving the holding house behind. From here, you begin to make your way back down Salt Street, navigating to the heart of Old Cantargo, 
rolling eventually past the uh, the House of Truth and Wisdom, as you, you glance watching in the in that direction as the Datari guards seem to pay a little bit more attention from their posts there as all of you roll past, although more in curiosity and less in alert. Making your way past uh, Vesmum's uh, artisans and then eventually turning onto Veritas Road to make your way down to Ravenel Road to exit the city. You pass by the Veritas Plaza Park before turning and making your way towards Rustgate. Vittoria, I suppose, keeping a firm hand on the reins as you make your way closer and closer to the exit. Yep. There's, of course, the queue of people looking to leave the city, but you simply veer your way to the right-hand side of those, roll past everyone else waiting in queue, roll your way up towards the, the gate itself as one of the guards holds up a hand and then flags you over to the side. Cesare would put the helmet back on once we get close to the gate. Very well. A guard makes his way up towards Vittoria, Adria. I imagine both of you, uh, you know, making sure your helmets are mostly obscuring your face as you see uh, okay. a few bright red locks protruding Uh-oh. from under the helmet of the same guard that you'd spoken to when you had left the city a couple of uh, a days prior. Um, dang it. Of course. He sees so many people. The man I mean, sure. glances up towards the two of you, back towards the wagon. Papers, please. Adria's going to reach into her uh, cloak and pull out the paperwork, hand it over. The man looks this over. We weren't told that there was a prisoner departure today. I think they wanted to keep it quiet. He looks at the paperwork, makes his way towards the side of the wagon, out of uh, or the side of the carriage, out of line of sight for the two of you. Cesare, Niccolo, you feel the wagon shift slightly as someone stands on the step on one side of the wagon. And for a moment, the light from the window off towards the side is obscured as you just see a piercing pair of eyes glancing in through one of the narrow slits over towards the two of you, over towards the other five. The wagon jolts again as he drops off of the side of it, makes his way back over. Could make me a deception check. Okay. Deception is secret, yeah? Correct. For, yep. The only thing it's not for is for fainting, but I don't think that's what we're doing here. Faint and then I stab him in the face. <laughs> you, you, you do that surprise. Oh, it's so hot in here. Oh, we went with different types fainting. of fainting. <laughs> the F E faint, not the F A faint. I know. <laughs> I was trying to be funny. <laughs> I know the difference. Roll deception to faint. Lucia does not. <laughs> I'm a master in playing possum. That falls over. <laughs> wow. The light fades. Rosebud! <laughs> and scene. The man looks up towards Vittoria, Adria, hands up the paperwork again. Oh, I'm going to take that. Be careful on the road. There was a spire drake spotted recently. It's been Will do. an issue for the farmers. Mm. God, if we have to fight spire drakes as guards. <laughs> oh, man. It hasn't attacked anything nearly so large as a, a wagon or caravan. Hmm. Only flying off with the occasional halfling. Oh. I mean, no oh. biggie, right? I mean, Jeez, Jeez man. <laughs> no, that was, that was actually just me making a joke. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cruel. The man steps back and waves you on. Adria gives him kind of a, a nod. Yeah. Victoria slaps the reins and gives him a, a nod and heads along. The wagon bounces and rolls. Lucia, don't wave. Lucia doesn't wave. <laughs> Kia, don't Lucia look. just Lucia literally just looks back surly at them as we go through the gate. 
the the wagon makes its way forward. The horse is clumping along through the the mud that has kind of formed. Again, this area is free from any grass. So usually that's fine. However, with the constant drizzle that has been uh, Kentargo's fall thus far, everything here has just turned into a constant muddy morass. Mm. You eventually roll under the gate, glancing up towards the guards who lean over to take a look down, but otherwise continue their conversations unabated. Roll past the uh, the raised porticulus before making your way out, following along Ravenel Road as it makes its way through the farmlands outside of Rustgate. The trek here is fortunately easy. I imagine none of you really let down your guard, considering that there are guard patrols outside of the city walls as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although, finally, fortune seems to have favored you somewhat, as they seem to either be occupied or you've hit that magical window between <laughs> the guard rotations out here, as you don't see any of the horseback Datari making their patrols out on the Ravenel Road. Nice. Exhale, deep breath. <laughs> you get a fair distance out, past the point that Octavio had mentioned to you before. Yeah, we can hide the cart. Yeah, we're pushing it in the swamp. We're sinking it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I imagine you uh, you stop. Uh, someone's going to need to, of course, unhitch the horses. And then uh, I imagine those of you inside start to unchain the Tatari, or not the Tatari. Yeah, I can unhitch the, the horses. And also take off this helmet, because it's very weird. Yeah, I imagine we'll just throw all the Datari gear into the carriage and sink no, it no, too. No, we can't no, 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 we can, fe- well, we can always just put all the Datari uniforms in like a box or a bag. We or have whatever. a chest. Yeah, we have it. a chest. Yeah. And if anybody asks, it's like, oh, it's it's uh, uniforms. Mm. Maybe we'll find our beet farmer again. We'll put a layer on top in case they ask. <laughs> I mean, if the first step is to get them to Octavio. So yeah, we can yeah. keep Let's the horses for now and put the yeah. most injured ones on the horses. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure we need to return the horses too. No, we were we supposed do. to let the horses loose. The oh, horses were already right. going out to pasture because you guys got yeah. really yeah. old horses. Mm-hmm. Well, that just makes me sad. Maybe they can live with the druids. Yeah, I'm sure the druids will take care of them. <laughs> we slap them. They run off. Immediately one gets grabbed by the spire druid. <laughs> just yes! oh, no! <laughs> the circle of life. We can give them to somebody that needs a horse if we find somebody. <laughs> yep. The very least, so sorry, Lucia starts singing. <laughs> You take the armagers out of the cage. Again, I didn't mention it earlier, but Adria would have been provided with the key to all of their manacles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, great. I'll hand that back. Quickly uh, unchain all of them. I imagine just toss the chains and manacles and everything in there, unless you want to keep the manacles. They're decent. Yeah, we might need manacles for something. I can put it in the party treasure for now. Yeah, yeah right we, down we... that we've got uh, five sets of manacles. Yeah, and a chain. Or a chain gang. Yes. These are average quality manacles. Yeah. Wow. Fair enough. I will put in five Fair sets. Average. We can always yep. fake being chained up at some point. Like, oh, we're prisoners. And then, hi we're not prisoners. Duck, 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 duck. Yep. <laughs> I mean, they're also worth a decent amount of money, too. So there is Yeah, but that, we can't sell Datari chains in the city. <laughs> I mean, are they branded as Datari chains? I was going to say, they're not but... branded. They're just oh, chains if they're and not, manacles. Then that's okay. It would just be a curious purchase. Why do you have all these manacles? No reason. I mean, yeah, it would be <laughs> unusual, but it wouldn't necessarily be like... You stole these from the Tatari, obviously, you know. No, Maybe we just we tell everybody that we were just, uh, we bought them off a blacksmith at a clearance sale or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and also a 20-foot length of chain. Hey. Oh, okay, cool. 20 feet of chain. 
you unchain them, secure all of that, untie the horses, lead them off towards the side. I imagine uh, Niccolo and actually, who's the second strongest in the party? I have a plus one strength. Oh, God. Pretty sure it is not Vittoria. I believe it's Uh, Lucia. I have a... Yeah, Chesare has a 10 strength, so not him. Oh, I have a plus one strength as well. Very well. Lucia! So mostly Niccolo, but probably Lucia (laughs) and uh, and Adri as well um, step up behind the the wagon and do their best to help him push the wagon off of the the side here. See, I figure what's happening is you got the two smarties over here that are like, we need leverage, and they just use their smarts and engineering to make it happen. <laughs> and the rest of us are like, nah, let's just push it. We'll push it. Yeah. <laughs> Un- unfortunately, without any uh, anything to use otherwise, at this point, it's just... Yeah, we just don't have like a tree strength. branch or anything to give us leverage, so... I mean, once you get it moving, it gets easier. It's yeah. just yeah. starting. Well, again, yeah. it's you only have to push it a short distance before mm-hmm. it reaches the... Because, again, Rabbitel Road is raised up by about mm-hmm. 10 feet or so and then slopes down on either side into the farmland off towards your left-hand side off towards the east and into the swampland <laughs> uh, to your right-hand side. So, in in essence, Ravenel Road almost forms a natural uh, storm break for any flooding or anything coming from the swamp into the farmland. You roll this as the wagon reaches the tipping point, rolls off, barrels uncontrollably forward into the swamp, before eventually splashing and all of you sit there like that scene from Psycho where you're watching the uh, the car slowly sink as you watch Mm. the the carriage slowly sink it kind of stops for a moment and all of you are like oh god before there's like a bubble you know plop from the uh, the sides (laughs) of it as the (laughs) air displaces from inside of it and it just slowly sinks its way down into the muck take that Atari budget (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that that's was a brand new one, wasn't it? Uh-huh. That we grabbed? Oh. It'd been stuck in the docks forever. That's why we got a hold of it. Oh, <laughs> well, good. I mean, I know that the key point here, of course, is rescuing the armagers, but I do enjoy a little bit of, you know, public vandalism in the name of good. A little, a little sticking mm-hmm. it to the man. At this point, Cesare would turn and grab his nephew in a hug. He gingerly hugs you back, considering how much he hurts. Adria, do you have any magic? Yeah? <laughs> he doesn't know what spells you pray for every day. Oh, I oh. pray for lots of spells. I'll, I'll live. I just I just need time to recover. I'm not bleeding. That's... Oh, right. Chesare. He's mostly traumatized. <laughs> We're going on foot from here. I can manage. I'll keep up. Guests start distributing their stuff. Yep, give them all their stuff. Although they may be too weak to even like wear. I mean, I don't mind carrying anything that they need carried. Well, I've got the two horses. We'll put the the weakest ones on the horses so they can keep up, and then we'll head into the swamp. You mount two of them up. I mean, to be perfectly honest, the uh, the horses are more than capable of carrying two riders if they need to, considering that they're cart horses, so they're used to carrying a much heavier or dragging a much heavier load. Mm -hmm. So all except for the uh, the one that's spoken to all of you. Uh, in the wagon, who you guess is maybe the senior uh, armager mm. out of the five of them, mount up. He, just to uh, allow all of you, since you have your weapons, all the rest of that stuff at the ready. Again, I imagine that some of you are carrying the crate contain- containing all of their gear and all the rest yeah. of that stuff, which was secured to the back of the wagon. He takes the reins for the horses and begins following you. Cesare would walk next to whatever horse his nephew's on. Very well. 
I'm assuming at some point, you know, Raven just jumped back on his shoulders from her hiding yes. place in the carriage. <laughs> yep. Hello. <laughs> she waves everyone. She's here. She's still wearing a tiny Tatari uniform. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> of course she is. All right. You navigate your way out into the swamp, following the same path that you did previously, finding it no more or less difficult than you did the previous time, ducking past the, the hanging branches of the the willows. Again, the willows out here don't grow to the uh, the large, impressive things. They're almost more like bushes, although they still serve to, as homes for the uh, the various critters that live out here in the swamp. The occasional turtle floating its way slowly through the water. Bullfrogs stop their uh, their croaking as you make your way past. Don't go near that one. That one has wasps in it. Don't ask me how I know. <laughs> but now I want to ask. <laughs> An abnormally large dragonfly watches you from a nearby tree. <laughs> An abnormally large squirrel watches you from another nearby tree. <laughs> They're growing big out here in the swamp. Why is everything so abnormal? Eventually, you make your way out towards the island. You half march, half swim your way out to the island. Again, it gets up to about waist deep for all of you. For those on the back of the horses, of course, it's no problem. Eventually, you reach the island, make your way up towards the Druid Shack, the Shrine of St. Sinex. Brother Jinbai nods to all of you, stepping forward, carrying his staff, his uh, his boat hook, as Morning. he makes his way forward, gives all of you a nod, takes a second to uh, to check over the various injured amongst your uh, your group, which are all the armagers, of course. Yeah. They're going to need provisions, too, I imagine. The man nods. I suppose you uh, you make your way through the shrine. Uh, the usual rigmarole, kiss the, yep. the lips of the first shrine, make your way down yeah. there, breathe into the lips of the uh, the statue. Really don't feel like uh, dealing with uh, Floatsome element. No, not Floatsome Golem or whatever right now. <laughs> Floatsome Elemental, yeah. too. Oh, God. <laughs> Floatsome <laughs> Elemental. From the <laughs> elemental plane of Floatsome. <laughs> <laughs> but you make your way down, uh, enter into the bottom, stepping free back into this this room below. Spacious, with the exception of the portions of the room taken up by dead bodies. Yeah. Octavio stands towards the center of the room, almost in an exact position as when you had first arrived, as he is not <laughs> going to make any assumptions about who is coming down here. It's okay, fair. well, we're dressed as gods, so don't, like, stab us or something. The helmet inclines as he is wearing <laughs> his helmet. The armagers all, with some with a little bit more difficulty, straighten up and slap a fist to their chest in salute. Even gripping his halberd, he turns his hand and slaps, you know, halberd and fist to his chest and salute back to them. That, you know, gripping weapon slammed to the, the chest. Metal mm -hmm. on metal. Manly sounds. Clang. <laughs> manly click. Manly uh, clang. Today. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I've been reading too much uh, Clark Ashton Smith. Mm. I'll do it. Do exercise. Manly exercises. <laughs> oh, my God. Good gracious. <laughs> the man... Reaches up, takes his helmet free, steps forward. I imagine each of you step back to uh, allow the, yeah. the armagers a second with their lictor, who seems to be quite pleased. You can either even see, you know, his his grim visage breaks into a little bit of a smile hmm. as he checks on each of them. Does do, do the um, muscles at the edge of his mouth creak as he goes into an unnatural direction? Or yes. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so youthful because he never smiles. So he doesn't have any <laughs> smile creases or anything. Mm. After checking them, giving them a second to sit down, uh, producing a, uh, a bowl with uh, what honestly just looks to be some berries and handing that over to them. 
A single bite of which will fill the belly of a full-grown man. Ah, good berries. <laughs> Didn't realize good. it was Limbus nice. bread. <laughs> <laughs> he turns to all of you, your people of your word. We tried to be. We learned a spider lady's got a, a horrible chain lady monster that's torturing people in that jail, so don't it's love that. It's an evangelist, Vailthrak. Huh. Evangelist. They're exceedingly dangerous. You have followed through on your side, and I will do the same. You have aided my brothers and sisters, therefore I will aid you however I am able. First, though, there is a matter. He glances back towards the five as they sit off towards the side. You each signed up to be Hell Knights in service to the measure and the chain. What I'm going to be doing from here on is legally questionable, although I believe it is what is right. I cannot ask any of you. The one that you had spoken to before, Preview, as he had told you on the uh, the way out here, mm. holds up a hand. If the question is whether or not we will aid you, there is no question there, my lictor. The other four nod. Castian coughs a little. We are dedicated in service to hell itself if necessary. Let's not go that far. Not unless we have to. Octavio nods. Very well, then. He turns back, gestures with a hand to uh, himself and the uh, the five battered young soldiers. The Order of the Torrent is at your service. Yes. Alrighty. We welcome you to the Silver Ravens. I suppose there are a few matters to discuss. We're going to have to find a way to get you back into the city. Right now, that I do not believe is easily done. I have a means by which to sneak in and out of the city. Interesting. You want to share? I can. That might be the best way for us to get back in. The guards didn't see us leaving. They'll be suspicious trying to get back in. It would have been too suspicious for you to use it to bring out my armagers. Mm. Huh. In addition to that, there is a safe house. It is not magically boarded. Ergo, I did not use it. Mm-hmm. However, there are supplies there things that may be able to assist you in your coming conflict. They would be of little use for me down here. And since you retrieved the equipment for my armatures, they'll have no need of it. It is a insurance policy, if you will. We appreciate the assistance. Of course. You can find it on the third floor of a tenement building located near the salt market. Alrighty. It's just inside of the salt gate. He... Reaches down, retrieves a key, hands it over. If you do not need a magical safe house, then it is a fine place to hide out as well. Hmm. You're welcome to use it. It is paid 10 years in advance. (laughs) Dang. (laughs) Nice. But I wouldn't give her that sort of money. I also know of a location that may be of some use. Hmm. However, I need more information. What sort of information? Documents for my order. Many of them are kept in the safe house that I just mentioned to you. Mm. If you can retrieve those documents, I can look through them. Or if you have someone else that is good at filing discerning information, they may be able to as well. We might have someone like that. Yeah. Now what would we be looking for in these documents? The documents contain the history of my order. A history that I have committed well to memory, although it is extensive despite the short run for my order. Years ago, we were responsible for the destruction of Kentargo's only thieves' guild. 
I'm familiar. Castian nods as well. We cleared out the thieves. However, their stronghold still remains. Oh, nice. Their guild hall, as it were. Hmm. Magically warded and protected from scrying divinations. A large complex beneath the city streets. That sounds like something we definitely need. Yes. I know that it is located in Old Cantargo. I have a general idea of its area, but it would be useful to know more before actually sending you down there. Well, I'm going to be coming back out throughout the week to train with, uh, she kind of like gestures vaguely upstairs. So uh, I can always bring those documents back. Good. I would be happy to go through them, ascertain what information is useful. Once I know for certain, I can provide you that information. It is likely that once Thrun notices the armagers are missing, they will attempt to ascertain their location as well. Mm. Judging from their condition, they probably have a great deal of their blood to aid them in the scrying. Oh, yeah. Uh, Without a doubt. So, I think for the time being, it would be best that they stayed here with me. Sure. Until we can ascertain this hideout and find out the current condition, I agree. Yes. Very well. If you make your way to the West Tower, the furthest west of the towers along the wall, closest to the farming villages, you'll find that there is a goat ranch. Beyond this goat ranch, close to the cliffs, you'll find that there's a naturally formed set of stairs making their way down the edge of the cliff. This will lead to a small tunnel. Following this tunnel inside, it will take you through the cliff wall and deliver you behind a small fishery in the southern portion of the salt market. Mm. That should be your way back into the city. The guards at the salt gate are not attentive. You shouldn't mm. have any problem getting by. We have some experience with that. Can I get a general read on how he's doing? I mean, we just brought his, like, half-dead-looking armagers back. Yeah, I mean, you can make a perception roll if you so wish. We did hear he has a habit of occasionally being a little a little rash. So, Adria, Vittoria, you look him over. To be perfectly honest, do you think beneath this gruff exterior, there is a pure level of excitement there. Not in that you think he's going to do something rash, but more after two months of hiding. You know, you can almost see the the plans ticking away as you look over him, look over towards the wall that he'd been working on. You know, him looking back over the armagers. You know, you've just been sitting there for two months, so these are the exercises we're going to need to start doing to get, you know, <laughs> that muscle back on there. You know, need to get you guys fattened back up. Got to get them fattened up first, so then they can turn that into muscle. Fattened to muscles. Yep. Nice. There's a certain level of excitement there. You also think that there's maybe a certain level of, you wouldn't say it's reluctance, so much as a a measured response to it. He doesn't want to be too excited. And there's also that professionalism of, you know, Mm. I am the commander. I need to portray to them. We may be going off the book, but, uh, you know, there's still the order of command here. Mm. Mm. We're still a disciplined squad and, you know, we need to maintain that. I mean, all the armagers look a little bit. I mean, one, they're relieved to be free, but there is that certain degree of nervousness where, you know, okay, we're now going to be training under the commander of our order directly. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're kind of, we're graduating here from armager to uh, almost hell knight. Uh, they have to defeat mm-hmm. a devil in single combat first before they can become a actual hell knight, as mm-hmm. all members of the order do. Fantastic. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Adria's going to unstrap the short sword and hand it back over and put her hand on his arm and be like, I think this is the beginning of something that's really going to make a positive impact on the city. I hope so. 
Yeah, I was like, roll for seduction. It wasn't even seduction. I know, but there's a little, little bit. I'm just acknowledging that he's excited to be to be doing stuff also. He holds the blade for a long moment. I would ask another favor. Sure. Sure, what would you have us do? We will be engaging in some very dangerous activities, obviously. This blade for me is mostly decoration. I've always known that I'm simply holding it until the time comes for Lucille to take it from me. Hmm. If you would return this and my, he chews on the word for a second, my thanks to my cousin. You'll be sure to do so. And let Lucille know that, that she will see me again soon. Okay, we will do that. The man nods. It seems that I have some work to do again. Hmm. Don't we all? At least we have a, a good direction. More so than we did before. He turns, begins to uh, to speak with the, the other armagers. Probably provides all of you with the uh, the bowl full of the uh, the various berries. The various good berries, if you will. Ah. I guess we can stash <laughs> the Datari's gear in the trunk that Hel- the Hell Knight's gear was in. Yeah, yeah and then just Easy cart it enough. back out. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we all change, um, because yeah. Mm. Yeah. this Datari stuff isn't good for stealthing, if we need to do that at any point. <laughs> yeah, not so much. Technically, I have the armored stealth feet, so it doesn't actually matter to me what oh, kind of armor I'm wearing. But well, well, not good for all you. Of us have that. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just saying, technically, technically, Castian makes his way over, reaches down, scratches Raven. You'll be safe here and can recover until we can get you into the city again. It looks like we'll be working together. Not something I expected. From what I understand from Mother, you'd put those days behind you. What? working with the Asmodeans. I was simply going to say fighting. It's coming back. He nods. Speaking of your mother, what do you want me to tell her? I was going to ask the lictor for some paper. I'd like to uh, to send her a note and ask her to. Asking her not to worry would be pointless, but... <sighs> Cesare nods and, <laughs> and digs around in his bag and finds ink and paper. And that's all she's been doing lately. I know. And she won't listen to me. <laughs> Not that she ever did. <laughs> no. Are you all right? Nothing that won't heal in time. It was... Hmm. He just nods as if that's the best answer he can provide. I understand. <laughs> he takes the paper, begins to write. Imagine the uh, the rest of you again make yourselves as comfortable as possible. Mm-hmm. Adria tries to chat with the lictor some more. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about I mean, what. Just... Yeah. Crazy weather we've been having, right? It's like, I, I wouldn't know. I hear there's a spire, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we I may try to get some advice on finding missing people because we're looking for Angus and his brother in the city. Oh, that's yeah, right. That's yeah, true. He's so, a specialist in that. Yeah. Adria's going to chat with him about like any tips he has for finding these missing kids. Yeah. I'm happy to just kind of look over all the other armagers and make sure they're you know, situated. Yeah, I mean, Lucia being kind of a social butterfly will just, like, strike up a conversation with all They're of them. They're closer to your age, the armatures. They are closer to, yeah, to Lucia's age. Yeah. Sure. I mean, the youngest Actually, there is 15. I don't know 15, how old is, so. uh, is uh, Castian. <laughs> Castian? Yeah. Like, he's an adult He's elf. like 100 he's... or so. Yeah, yeah. So he's like 100. Yeah, <laughs> so like, I don't have anything to do with him. <laughs> well, with that exception, but other we than that. Yeah. Young These elf, humans. You know. Asking about the, uh, the disappearances, all the rest of that stuff, the Lictor nods. Disappearances in old Kentarga are not new. It's been a problem that has plagued that portion of the city for decades. I figure Vittoria is kind of 
inching a little closer because like she could tell there was some flirting happening. But now that this is actually case You're related, like, Wait, that she's looks like, like ser- serious um, stuff. Yeah, I think I need to be involved in this part. <laughs> yeah, we heard there were uh, vampires that hang out at the Night Elise Embassy, and we're hoping that's not what happened to these young guys. But uh, any Unlikely. tip you have on hunting people that are missing down, I feel like you might be the expert. The Night Elise vampire. Well, in particular, the high priestess of the Temple of Zonkathon. Let's simply say that they bring their own food source. Ugh. Adrian makes a face. They understand that hunting inside of the city is outside of their purview. And again, part of the reason that the Church of Asmodeus works as well as it does with the faith of Zonkathon is that while they are not as adherent to the law, they are not naturally opposed to it. Hmm. Ah, I see. I see, I see. <laughs> The disappearances in Old Cantargo have been going back for some years. We believe that some of it was actually connected back in the day with the Thieves Guild that used oh. to be operating in Old Cantargo. Kidnap children when they're young, train them, take orphans, things like that. Hmm. The Grey Spiders, though, have been gone for years. That was the Thieves Guild that operated. The kids, we talked to a kid while we were out there who uh, mentioned some sort of folktale about uh, the Dark Man or the Tall Man. I can't remember exactly what he said, but I imagine that's not real, though there have certainly been some interesting uh, occurrences of violence reminiscent of violence past popping up in of late. You're being very vague. Oh, sorry. Yeah, there's... I forget you're not in the city. There's, uh, you know, there's like a serial killer that's, that's mimicking the Temple Hill Slasher. There were some tooth fairies in Devil's Nursery that was summoned by somebody. Um, and now this, which leans into this, like, dark man mythology or whatever. So it's, I don't know if it's just a ripple effect of having the turmoil in the city. People may be thinking they can take advantage, which is weird because things are way more locked down than they ever were. It's not odd. Hmm. Any disruption will usually encourage people to act out. The Datari are not as coordinated as they were before years of working together, trained hmm. them to work as a single whole. The Order of the Torrent is no longer present, and though there is a new Hell Knight Order operating the city, they do not know the city. Mm. You are correct. The measures that Thrune is taking are more draconian than those of the of Lord Mayor Benelis, but they are less effectual. Mm. As such, those that have been waiting for some time are finally making their move. My advice to you would be this. Unless you're provided proof that the murders and kidnappings are somehow connected, don't assume that they are. Hmm. Kidnapping and murder are two vastly different things. The children were most likely taken by someone with nefarious ends. Slave traders, possibly, although it would be highly unlikely. Children hmm. inside the city, that'd be a difficult thing. It'd be much easier to kidnap halflings working the fields or people out on the road. Right. If they're stealing people inside of the city, assume that they have some sort of more complicated goal for it. Hmm. I would start with, of course, where they were last seen. Talk to anyone that's maybe connected to it to try to determine more. Figure out where they normally haunt. I find that, generally speaking, kidnappings are fall into one of two categories. Hmm. Planned or opportunist. Opportunity usually means that someone is outside of their element, and that is the opportunity that the kidnapper would take to grab to steal the child if they weren't doing anything that deviated from their normal routine 
then it is likely that someone planned this, that they watched them, that they followed them. Right. If they did that, it is likely that someone else in a similar situation, someone that they came into contact with regularly, may have noticed this individual. Of course, it also bears mentioning that the usually if a child has been stolen, it is someone related to the child that is responsible. Mm. Yeah, this was a pair of brothers, so... We've already talked to the family. We visited where they last were. I think following up on some of the folks at the, the temple. One of them was studying to be a... Uh, Abadarian. Abadarian. I just know that time matters, so I figured I'd get some advice. So thanks for that. Hopefully we can find um, them. Nicolo, I guess, just having I mean, you're there. We're in a small room. This yeah, is not a true. big room, yeah. Uh, quick question. Where were these children um, last seen? They had... Uh, they left the house at the tenement building, and uh, I think they'd headed, one of them had headed down to the salt market, and one of them had headed to the temple. Hmm. Vittoria has the notes, though. So they were last known to be in old Kentargo. Mm-hmm. Where did you say that that secret hideout was? Old Kentargo. Hmm. Oh, Thieves Guild. I don't know. I mean... Could it be starting up? Is there somebody left? I. It seems unlikely, it's just, I mean, one of the kids was like real strong, like you, and then one of the kids was like real good with numbers. So technically, those would be good what? folks to be in a thieves guild. But I don't know. It's just the way that you were talking about it, and then having recently talked about Old Cantargo, and then the kids are from Old Cantargo. Yeah. It again, maybe a coincidence, but interesting. My order was responsible for the destruction of the gray spiders. Mm. I won't get into the details but there were certain accusations made against my order following our cleansing of their guild hall. Now mm -hmm. Cesare is also paying attention yeah, while standing next to Cassie. I, was just saying, I, think, Lu I think Lucia has also like stopped talking in the conversation and just kind of like listens. <laughs> the gray spiders came to our attention because they were involved in kidnapping and slavery tied to the oh. cult of Norkaber. Hmm. Doesn't feel very uh, thieves guildy. Hmm. Depends on the goals of the Thieves' Guild. Hmm. What is kidnapping but stealing a person? I guess. They came to the attention of our order, and we confronted them, stopping one of their attempts at leaving the city with kidnapped individuals that they planned on selling into slavery. Hmm. In response, they assassinated our lictor, Rhea, the founder of our order. Wow. We, in turn, brought the full might of the Order of the Torrent down upon them. Every Hell Knight, every Armager, every Signifer, every member of our Order. We were much larger back then. Mm. We destroyed them. What little I know, considering that the records were mainly taken as evidence in the trial that followed, is that our Order was very thorough. Mm. Merciless, some might say. That is not the usual method of operation. Mm. Again, many of the documents pertaining towards their exact location, pertaining towards that portion of history, have been sealed, and surprisingly, well, unsurprisingly, many in my order have been reticent to speak of it. Mm. It is a stain on our history. Mm. Whether or not our order was actually responsible for the crimes presented against us does not change the fact that we were tried. Mm. The gray spiders were destroyed. There may have been a survival. Doesn't need to be a survivor for somebody to stumble across it and maybe take up their work or something. What ended up 
pointing people back on the order, you know, like could there have been evidence planted by a survivor? They were accused of embezzlement and there were everything that was taken from the thieves guild was supposed to be turned over to the city. It was said the officers kept all the gold and the treasure for themselves. Hmm. Hmm. But what if they didn't and somebody took it and planted it on them? Could have been framed. I will not speak poorly of my predecessors. All I know is that following the massacre of the Grey Spiders, others in the Order discovered that Yell and some of his subordinates, he was the new Lictor, had sought to preserve the Grey Spiders' ill-gotten gains for themselves. They had planned to return back to the complex to supposedly loot it. Yell and the others were charged with corruption, expelled from our order, and executed. Mm. Command of the Torrents passed to Lictor Arcano Hermagus. Mm. Again, I will not speak poorly of my predecessors. Lictor Helmagus, however, was the one that had turned over his superiors. Mm. It has been a matter of debate in our order. I apologize for bringing up uncomfortable memories. I have no control over what our order did before. I, in fact, had a very contentious relationship with my predecessor. Mm. Some would say that our order goes too far. Mm. He shrugs. Just the faintest hint of a smile. Ah. I would say that sometimes order does not go far enough. There's my man. Victoria is definitely going on conspiracy theories. There is some uh, red string (laughs) happening in her brain. She's like, ooh, that former lictor was probably part of the gray spiders, turned them all in as part of revenge. Like, she has this whole thing going in her head now. And she's like, how do I prove it? (laughs) Well, this is all like years and years and years ago. I know, but cold cases can be solved. Spoken like a detective. But if you find new evidence. Well, it was mostly conjecture on my part. I have no way of proving any of this is true. It just, like I said, seemed like an interesting coincidence. It does pique my interest about your documentation, that's for sure. When I have more information to give, I will give it. Of course. I can tell you for a fact that some of the documents in that case were forged. It's what got my brother executed. And he would have never done what they accused him of. Mm. Well? He stares at Cesare for a long, long moment. I understand. However, the law can only act upon the evidence that is presented to it. I do not know whether or not our founders were responsible for the crimes that they were accused of. I know only that they were found guilty. Mm. I will say that I do respect them. When they were found guilty, they submitted. That was the level of respect that they had for the law. Mm. Well, I guess we have a date with a goat farmer. (laughs) Keep me abreast of the situation with these missing children. Something that you said triggered a memory. Hmm? Something that could help us find these boys? I don't know. Missing twin sounds familiar. Yeah. Hmm. That's something that stands out to me. Well. I think I've heard something about that before. If you think of it, um, we can talk when I come back. Very well. Go and secure that gear. Put it to good use. I will make certain to train the rest of these. Don't go too, too hot on him. Adrian gives a little smile. I would rather be too harsh than not harsh enough. When they are fighting the Tatari, the Tatari will not go too hard on them, if that comes to that. Yeah, that's true. Let alone when we are forced to expel that other order from our home. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also that. However, you do raise a valid point. He nods towards the armagers. You may rest for today. We'll start training at dawn. 
Adria's like, I helped you guys. <laughs> Excellent. Very well. Then I guess we'll uh, be back up on the weekend. Adria will probably see you sooner than the rest of us. And um, until then, keep well. Cesare takes the letter from Castian. I'll see you soon. I look forward to working together. You collect yourselves. Make your way back up the stairs. Adria, I imagine, you know, strapping that short sword back onto her hip to go and uh, return it. Yeah, I'm making plans with the... Man, I can never keep that guy's name in my brother head. Brother Jimbai. Yes, Brother Jimbai uh, to mm -hmm. come back. I'd really like to learn Goodberry. <laughs> I'd really like to learn more about healing tinctures. Yeah. I'm going to say, Vittoria's got the mundane version down, but uh, we need something a little extra. <laughs> Portable, carryable. Can't remember. Is Goodberry specific to the... Uh, Leaf Order. Leaf Order? Yeah. It's a focus spell now. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I could take Wandering Order and then take Leaf and then maybe get that eventually. But... You want to branch out and work with these guys too? Haha, <laughs> <laughs> branch out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it all goes. You are a leaf on the wind. Yeah, you ascend up, I suppose, oh, uh, no. you know, chat with uh, Brother Jinbai. Like, gonna swing back by here pretty soon. Your vegetables are coming in good. Mm -hmm. You want these two horses? Because we don't need them. And then leave. I mean, the very they could probably put some use to those horses. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're not getting them to go down the, the stairs on the side of a cliff into a tunnel. <laughs> no, we don't need to take the horses down. I thought you were going to say we're that. not getting them to go down the stairs down there. It's like, someone might try to scry these horses. We need to get them down there. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, horse blow into the mouth out. of the uh, statue. <laughs> just the statue It's like the horse. idea of somebody who obsessively collects, like, horse blood just in case, you know? It's like, <laughs> oh, well, well which, which horses did they use? I might have there's a some, There's some paranoid farmer who's, like, gotten <laughs> A, a blood sample from all of his creatures so if they ever like go missing you can like yeah he's yeah. got them tagged yeah oh god i'm really interested by this farmer that's capable of casting scry <laughs> he's a retired oh, no, adventurer he's, he's yeah. definitely going yeah. like it's you know going into his adventure. nest egg to like get his favorite sheep back or something i married I the yeah. witch of the woods and now we can scry yeah. all our <laughs> <laughs> most wizards prefer towers i however like grain silos <laughs> <laughs> i want a magical grain silo now <laughs> yeah it sprouts chicken legs and walks around wherever you need it yeah. to. Oh my god! Oh man, could you imagine how easy it is to take it in to sell? You just take the whole grain silo <laughs> so and like it walks in. That'd be so cute. You make your way out, navigate your way back through the swamp, making your way steadily north back up towards the the various hovels that stand outside of the southern portion of the walls of Kentargo. Eventually, the ground here starts to slope upwards. You leave the swamp land behind as you begin to ascend up into kind of the rocky expanse that borders the swamp before it makes its way up to the the small area closest to the walls where various hovels have been built and the surrounding farmland probably taking a quick like cut through here cliff is a generous term <laughs> uh and by that i mean you know it's it's about 30 feet high so i mean you suppose it technically does count as a cliff but it's you know you no, would hurt like, if you fell off of it yeah yeah which people do, considering, you know, there are a bunch of, you know, farm hands and children and all the rest of that. So you imagine jumping from this cliff is probably not uncommon. Mm. Uh, you even pass a couple stacked cairns here and there, which seems to be uh, where the children have marked off areas where it's safest to jump from. Uh, oh. In essence, where the water is actually deep off the side here. Wow. Yeah, that's important. Uh, the <laughs> yeah. problem is determining that's a bit of trial and error, isn't it? Uh, I'm yeah. sure it was. <laughs> sure that's why the previous hurt. generations have left... Stat Karen's to let the uh, oh, the next man. generation know. Children will do stupid things. It's, it's uh, true. Know, there's you pass a single tree that has like a rope 
you know, hanging from a branch for someone to like rope swing out over and launch Okay, themselves. that's not where oh, I was going. Gosh. And I was like, no, yeah, no. No. No, 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 not a gallows tree. Rope More swings. of a tire Still swing situation. Anyway, mm. Yes. Well, except for, you know, There's it's no one tires. of the springy ones to let you like swing out far enough to launch yourself out into the water. Oh, it's got like a, a stick or something. It's like a knotted rope. rope. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't ever cool. do any of that stuff, but I've seen movies. What? I've seen yeah. movies. I've seen I now and then. I definitely never did any like rope swim. swinging off of cliffs and uh, stuff. I haven't no done way. it off a cliff, but I have done a lot of rope swinging into water. It sounds fun. <laughs> Eventually, you begin to make your way through the uh, the houses here. Most of the houses here, again, are, compared to a lot of Contargo, relatively new construction. And that is because many of the houses here were burned or destroyed during the sieges of Contargo during the Chelsea Civil War. In essence, anyone that was outside of the city, well, they were just out of luck. You navigate your way through the muddied streets here. Again, the buildings are somewhat ramshackle, although obviously cared for. The construction themselves may not be that good, but you can tell that all of these have been occupied for some time. It's one of those situations where as you're walking down the major thoroughfare, every single alleyway here is just crowded with ropes between the houses hanging out clotheslines. At this time of day, there are very few people here. Most of the people actually being out in the fields working mm. on their farms. You see the occasional uh, either person who is either too infirmed or too sick to be out working the farms, the farm itself. Uh, some of them literally whittling away their time as they sit on their front porch with, you know, a knife and a piece of wood. Watching you curiously as you pass are those responsible for either the Older siblings responsible for watching their younger siblings or those new parents responsible for watching their newest additions to their families. You garner a lot of stares, <laughs> considering you don't know how many tieflings are actually out here. So uh, Niccolo stands out as a sore thumb, considering it's been Ooh. long enough that the habit disguise has worn off. Oh, yeah. Well, we're sure also a fairly large group, and this is probably a fairly small community, so they know everybody. So they're like, you're not from around here. Yeah. Well, and also you guys are like strapped down with swords and daggers and <laughs> crossbows mm. and sure. armor. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Eventually, though, you get past the uh, the back portion of you find the goat ranch. You can tell it from all the goat noises. <laughs> uh, you make your way around the back of the goat ranch. A uh, An old farmer in a large straw hat watches you. Curiously, an old goat herder, specifically, mm. in a large straw hat, watches you. As you make your way back over towards the cliff, he pointedly turns to no longer pay attention to you. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. The natural stares here. Stares is a generous term. <laughs> this is almost a situation where with your right hand, you brace yourself on the cliff wall. With your left hand, you support yourself on the stair as they are so steep that it is almost more like planting your feet and just slowly bump by bump, sliding your butt down these steps to get mm. down to the bottom. Like we're small children. Reaching the bottom of the cliff, you find that there is gravel here moist underneath your feet as you step. The gravel crunches beneath your feet and is only a walk of some 30 or 40 feet before you see a cleft in the side of the cliff. Again, calling it a tunnel is a generous turn, as I suppose. Um, who's taking point? You know, I'll probably do yeah, so. Yeah, probably Niccolo. As Niccolo, you step forward, turn sideways, suck in your gut. Again, because Niccolo's on the taller side, has to like lean down a little bit and shimmy his way forward. Judging by the scrapes on the wall, you get the impression that 
any of the Hell Knights that have had to do this have had to do this difficultly in plate mail. Mm. <laughs> I can only imagine. However, as each of you queue up, make your way through here, you enter into this dank, dark expanse. I imagine to maintain some level of, uh, of stealth and such, just kind of reaching out, placing a hand on the next person in line and trusting Niccolo's ability as he you know, glances back. You see the, the glowing, blazing light from his red eyes before he turns back to use his ability to see in utter darkness to mm. lead your way through the tunnel. Nice. Niccolo, you lead the way deeper into the cave. It subtly, almost imperceptibly turns. As you believe, it forms almost a horseshoe like a U-shape as it makes its way into the cliff, you think under the towers. And then you begin to smell the familiar but unpleasant aroma of a fishery. Mm. You exit from the tunnel out onto a small rocky beach. Hmm. Ahead of you, you can see the drying racks for fish laid out. Nets hang from posts driven into the gravel here. And as you step free, you can see a large fishery with a sign on the side of it faded that literally just says old fishery. Wow. <laughs> nice. I'm Not even old, old, with old an e. fishery. It's old with an E. Yes. <laughs> Hooray. It's ye old fish market. <laughs> yep. You step free, blinking back into the light of day. As you stare out, the salt market stretching away off towards your right-hand side, already busy as people make their way to and fro. On the open river, you can see scores of fishing boats making their way back in uh, from their morning catches, as it's only about like 10 or so a.m. at this point. You have returned to the safety of Cantargo. <laughs> the relative safety of Cantargo, but yes. And now have a new way to get in and out without having to pay uh, out the Bunch money. out the rear of the rust gate. sneakier. Yep. I love it. Woo! Now we go to the tenement building where the secret yeah. well, hideout I, thing is. Do we want to hit that first or do we want to hit the, uh, was it Tooth and Nail and drop off the sword? I mean, it's on the, the tenement is on the way to the Tooth and Nail, so. Yeah. So you make your way through the salt market, navigating between the various stalls, trying your best to ignore the, uh, the shouters that are talking about, you know, of course there's the, you know, salt that is commonly sold at the salt market. But in addition to that, there are people crying out for uh, alchemical components, which are a popular thing as far as uh, if you need seaweed and salt and ground up rocks of various types, all the rest, all the various necessary recipes for all the alchemy. vitamins and minerals. Yeah. Vitavita Vegemin. <laughs> it's true. There are, of course, uh, architects and builders here that are responsible for raking the surrounding area for the uh, the red bricks that are used in the construction of uh, well, many portions of uh, Red Roof District, uh, as well as other portions of the city, who are already heating and uh, laying out their bricks with uh, large signs for the total value per brick or per crate of bricks. Mm. You make your way past here, maybe stopping to grab fish on a stick or something like that if you're interested, before making your way through the salt gate and eventually navigating your way out and then to the tenement just off of uh, Salt Street as you're heading down towards the Tooth and Nell. This is one of the nicer tenement buildings, uh, having been uh, recently to the Udemus tenement as far as uh, three-fifths of the party is concerned. Mm. This one is as old of a construction as everything else in Old Cantargo. Uh, unlike many things in Old Cantargo, it's actually made from the same red brick as is uh, many parts of Red Roof District. Oh, cool. As you begin to approach towards it, it is a it's curious design. 
in that it is a central, or there's an arch that takes you into a central courtyard, and then it is built as a square uh, with a large open courtyard in the very center. Hmm. So you have like a community space. Basically. And also it means that, uh, you know, there are more windows per uh, apartment than hmm. you would otherwise have. Windows? Windows. Windows. <laughs> Nicolo's confused. <laughs> I don't understand. I just have a hole in the wall. <laughs> I mean, that's, I guess, a window. Technically a window? Or a, no, I mean, I know Adrian actually of it. makes glasswork, <laughs> but still, yeah. <laughs> you make your way in. Nod to the uh, the very unattentive uh, doorman. It just kind of gives you a nod back and then keeps going about his business. Give me a little bit of a sideways glance towards, uh, you know, all of your armaments and all the rest of that, but mm. otherwise continues to chew on his pipe. Man, there's a doorman. That's fancy. Yep. Not a little kid. Not a little kid. That's basically <laughs> yeah. a doorman. Hey, he was very informative. He was. I'm not. I wasn't bad mouthing. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> You ascend up to the third floor, uh, where you can see that there are two apartments. You're going to assume that the one that does not have a mat uh, is probably the one that you're going for, considering it mm. should probably not be occupied. <laughs> mat that just says, you know, um, official business only or something on Welcome that. To hell. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to hell. <laughs> Trying the handle and uh, using the key, it unlocks and allows you access within. Nice. The inside area is a curious setup. As you step inside, you can tell that there is a cooking space off towards the right-hand side. That there are two rooms that branch off of the central room. Or the central living area has actually been divided by curtains. So instead of it being a living area, it has actually been turned into a sleeping area for up to maybe 10 people. Hmm. Judging by the number of curtains placed here and the number of bedrolls provided. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I suppose you do a quick search. Yep. Yeah. Searching the room. Uh, there's very little of interest in this room unless you want to take all the bedrolls. No. No, they can stay. We might need those. <laughs> Making your way over to the, the room off towards one side, opening the door. Uh, one of the rooms here is basically just a look. Got a little bathroom off towards the side. Unless you need to use the restroom, I suppose all of you make your way over towards the other room. <laughs> yep. yep. Opening this, you would find that there are four cots in here. Each of them of sturdy construction. Four armor stands that are currently empty off towards one side. Hmm. And a weapon rack attached to the wall. Hmm. We could house probably two or three teams here if we had to. Yeah. Well, in addition to that, you find that there is a, a large chest here. Making your way over to the chest, trying the key that Octavio provided you, it does open the chest. Uh, digging around, you find that there is a, a wide collection of items inside of here. Items. Ooh. Uh, so Stop. first off, for all of your own uh, edification, this location is a free safe house that you may now use as part of the rebellion. Nice. Cool. So you do now have a safe house in Old Cantargo. It's right. not magically warded, though, so, you know. No, but technically speaking, neither is the wasp nest, but. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mechanically speaking, you can, of course, use the safe house uh, for the standard safe house rules. If one of you chooses to live here, you do have the option to do so. It does reduce, reduce your cost of living by five silver pieces mm. since well, it is paid for. Hey. Well, we'll see if we need to live here. <laughs> Nicolo, you can live here. We'll see. I'll think about it. Opening this exceptionally large footlocker, you find that it contains a variety of items. Yay. Uh, first off is a beautifully crafted halberd. Wow. Pulling this free, it has a, a sturdy haft. The head of it is designed to look like what seems to be a roaring dragon. Its mouth oh, opens cool. so wide as to like form the blade portion of the halberd. 
Cool. Do any of you want a halberd? Um, not so much. Not really. <laughs> I'm not proficient in them, so I'm a, I. I'm a one-handed kind of gal. Well, that's sad because it's really cool. It does look really cool, but I can't I can't use it yeah. without a minus two penalty. So we put it to the side. Yeah. The next thing that you find in here is a beautifully crafted composite short bow. Mm. Ooh, as you nice. pull it free, it is not currently strung since it is being stored, mm. but you can of course easily string it. Uh, there's also a quiver underneath it containing 20 arrows. Wow. Nice. And a separate quiver containing five arrows with green fletching. Hmm. Are there tips silver? No, they don't appear to be. I suppose you set the uh, some kind. short bow off to the side. Yep. Underneath this, you find a set of blackened, although not spiked, full plate armor. Cool. Wow. Cool. Niccolo? Retrieving the, uh, the pieces of this, I suppose setting it on the nearby bed. In addition to this, you find two manacles. Hmm. They are of average quality. A bracelet. Uh, it's a beautiful bracelet. Seems to be made up of six shields. Hmm. Which oh. everything's out, been out and laid out. Cesare will detect magic. It's just there's no point when it's all piled up in this case because he's going yeah, to have to be like, there's something way down at the bottom. Just keep digging. <laughs> uh, it doesn't even tell you that. It literally just says there's <laughs> magic here, like yeah. somewhere in this mess. <laughs> you can essentially just study each item. Yeah. A pair of pince-nez glasses inside of a leather case. Hmm. Fancy. Four potion vials. Nice. Hmm. One of them is a clear liquid. The other three is a ruby red. Hmm. Hmm. So maybe healing a potions? scroll case. Uh, opening up, you see that it contains five scrolls. Wow. And a bag. Opening this up, you find that it contains 70 pieces of gold. Wow. Wow. Great. We need it. Cesare will look for magic. I oh, have uh, one last note as far as those gold pieces are concerned. Uh, they are bunched in groups of ten. Uh, hmm. None of them are chelish. Hmm. Oh, so they can use them in other places. It's like needle yeah. gold, gold stamped from Corvosa, gold stamped from Magnamar, like various other countries. Huh. Interesting. Looks like a pretty good haul. Uh, I believe Cesare can very quickly identify things. Yeah, Cesare has quick identification, so it's only a minute per item. Okay. So pretty much the time that it takes them to pull all the plate mail pieces out of there, you've already identified some of the stuff. Mm -hmm. All right. So, uh, Cesare, mm -hmm. picking up one item after the next, after the next, over the next 10 minutes, I will need 10 Arcana checks. Oh, my God. Wow. It's all magic. And one religion. The secret check noise is going off continually in the background. Yeah, just like ping, 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 yep. ping. <laughs> For the audience's edification, I'll just do one. No, you have to do it 12 times. I don't know 10. why 12, because there's it's 11 items. 10, and that was 11. That should 11. be everything, right? Was that, yeah. That was the, yeah, that was your religion check. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so the good news is you're able to identify all but one of these items. Mm. Hey, cool. Uh, so I'll just go quickly down the list here for you. Yep. What's our, what's our stuff here? First off, the halberd is a plus one striking halberd. Oh, we gotta pull these runes off. Yeah, we definitely <laughs> gotta take the runes off of it. Well, yeah. Uh, the shortbow is actually a plus one striking shortbow. Composite shortbow. Wow. Oh. I am interested uh, in that. Yeah, wow. I was going to say, somebody needs to take that. Well, then take it, and I'll take the, the striking rune off of the halberd if nobody else wants it. Uh, no, I'm taking that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the full plate is actually plus one full plate. Oh, wow. my God. Wow. You got to wear is, it, Ross. That is, like, the most expensive item here. I can't Holy take heck. everything, though. Yes, you can. If take I wasn't it, a dex fighter, oh, my gosh. None of us wear heavy armor. Yeah. Yeah, like, technically the fighter can, but I also can. I can yeah, so. I was gonna say I can, but I have. It will destroy my decks. 
Uh, unfortunately, you cannot identify the bracelet. Uh, Cesare, you did not critically fail, so you can attempt it again in a day. Okay. Can I try it? I guess it? I'll pocket it for now. Uh, yeah, if you want to go ahead and attempt to take a look at it, Adria, you can. Yeah, Adria will spend 10 minutes looking at the bracelet. So pretty much you finish looking at this one item in the time that Cesare's finished identifying everything else. Like, oh, wow, you're fast. Uh, Adria, you are able to determine that this is a bracelet of missile deflection. <laughs> wow. Rad. That is pretty rad. That's what pretty cool. What does it cool. do? Now I want to know. Wonder uh, Woman. It's a, you get a reaction that allows you once per day as a reaction if a ranged attack hits you but doesn't critically hit and you're aware of the attack and not flat-footed, uh, the bracers knock it off course, granting a plus two bonus to your AC for the triggering attack. Mm -hmm. nice. It is yep. the Wonder Woman bracers. Yeah. <laughs> if you're shot by something and if this causes it to be a failure, the attack misses you. So basically, if you're shot by something, it hits you on the nose or within one. You can just go, no, I just deflected as a reaction. That's cool. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. So who I don't wants, know who wants that? I mean, Cesare would like that as the wizard. People yeah, are going to say, be as, shooting as, yeah. him. That's that makes the most sense. That's the squishiest of us. The arrows are five sleep arrows. Oh, oh cool. nice. Oh, that's so useful. They uh, do what they say on the yeah. take that. Yeah, <laughs> Nicola, do you want to just take those two? Uh, yeah, I'll hold on to them for now, at least. That sounds so. very helpful. Because being able to put yeah. people to sleep would be real fun. Those can be party Especially treasure, because honestly, some, we'll probably we'll some infiltration. Yeah. Pulling out the, uh, the Pinsnez glasses. Uh, they are, by the way, the lenses of them are a brilliant shade of green. Hmm. Cool. Oh, that's kind of uh, fun. That's like some Wizard of Oz, you know. Mm. These, uh, thing. function as trackers goggles. Oh. Uh, granting a plus one bonus to survival checks to sense direction and track. And if you fail a track check, you can try again after 30 minutes. Oh, that's cool. So, hmm. I mean, the investigator might want to hold on to this I was going to say, now. that does feel like the investigator would be I best mean, for that. You survival? I do have a plus seven in survival, so. Nice. Well, yeah, yeah, but just to, just to add on even more bonuses, why not? Well, yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. You want to give that to yeah. the, the tracker person. Yeah, so, all right, Vittoria, you take the tracker's goggles. Okay. The vial containing the clear liquid, uh, which almost looks to be empty, is because the uh, contents are as invisible as the invisibility potion makes us drink. <gasps> oh! Oh. oh man, oh, that's, that's cool. Gonna be nice. Oh, that's gonna be nice. Yeah, yeah. that should go to uh, This was apparently uh, the rogue pack. <laughs> okay, geez. I mean, technically so, so, anybody can benefit from invisibility, but that is know. true. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you can sneak I, attack. I do get sneak attack if I'm invisible, but still. Exactly. Like, that opening the scroll tube and looking at the scrolls. The first scroll is a scroll of comprehend languages. Ooh, oh. nice. The second scroll is a scroll of freedom of movement. Whoa. Huh. Who can cast that? Um, Arcane Divine Primal. Yep. So basically everybody but an occultist. Yeah. So no witches, but wizard. Do you have yeah. these spells yet, Cesare? It's a fourth level spell. I can't cast it. I mean, yeah, I mean you I could can... scribe it, but. Well, yeah, you can yeah. scribe it, but scribing doesn't destroy the spell. So you could scribe nope. it, and then I could hold the scroll, and then we'd both technically have it, which but would be cool. But it's, it's a level four spell. I won't be able to cast it until for another, like, for a three while. levels. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, yeah but well, yeah, might as well but... scribe it now that we yeah. have it. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to scribe it, but I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, the three other scrolls are all identical. They are each scrolls of water breathing. Hmm. Huh. Nice. So I guess you take one to scribe and keep, and then I'll take the other two, and then we'll use them if we need to do underwater yeah, it's a level two spell, so technically any of you can cast them at this point. Yeah. And lastly, the three red vials are each lesser healing potions. Hmm. 
Wow. Are we putting that in party treasure or is that like a separate? Is somebody got like a med uh, we kit? We have it's a med kit. Med kit so okay. Do we stuff. want to? Raven has her little bandolier that can hold some potions. I haven't put anything in it yet just because everything's flipping expensive. I don't know if we <laughs> want to put one on her just put so she Raven has it. Raven as emergency healer. Yeah, sure. yeah, that's that why good. I gave her the bandolier because yeah, we had that situation. Idea. So I was gonna get like a holy water and a couple other things because I think she can because of her size. I think she can only hold three. So mm. yeah, sure. I would like to report that uh, everything with this uh, except the plate mail we assigned out to somebody. <laughs> uh, I well, no, Nicholas the halberd. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm gonna go ahead and just say I, I'm taking the halberd, even though I'm just taking the striking rune off of it. Well, the halberd itself is worth money. Yeah, it's still a plus one halberd. Well, you can also take the plus one. So off. I'll figure I'll figure out the money behind that. Oh my god, like this armor is amazing. Um, the bulwark quality, since my dexterity is less than the bulwark, I actually get a, a extra plus two on saves against damaging effects uh, because nice. I'm so covered in armor that it's just like eh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so uh, I suppose cool. you uh, you pull out all of this various gear just kind of marvel at it for a long moment yeah seriously yeah wild yeah. Plus you gold. guys have just completed part one oh. of book two yeah and you level up yeah! <laughs> and we'll pick it up here next time oh, <laughs> yeah! Yay! that was pretty successful <laughs> that was yeah. nice it. it's that was like great. christmas it i know like christmas. find the Pez ventures is an officially licensed partner of paizo incorporated Hell's Rebels is copyright 2015. Hell's Rebels and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Find the Path Ventures have converted Hell's Rebels from Pathfinder to Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Conversion notes are available to our Patreon backers at patreon.com backslash findthepath. <laughs> <laughs>